Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hi then. Welcome back to Gossip at the Corpse Cart. Well, hi. Oh God! Kenyon's barely hanging on. I we're just, really am not not super here. <laughs> we're here That's double okay. for you, honey. We are <laughs> fully present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Gossip at the Corpse Cart, where us wine and crime gals talk about some shit you might have already heard about. Because you told us about it. Because you <laughs> told us about it. But not all of you. So no. that's the special secret sauce. Yeah. Oh, yes. One of you is in on each thing. Mm-hmm. It's really just getting us all on the same page. And that's yes. what we yeah. here at Wine and Crime Are do all for our community. <laughs> for our yeah. coven. It's, it's our coven meeting. Yeah. Let us come to attention. <laughs> uh, I'm Lucy. Ooh, I'm Kenyon. I'm Amanda. I still have COVID. Well, we're doing great over here. Fucking thriving. I don't I know what. I fully going. like contemplated whether or not it was worth it to like find a way to detach my microphone so that I could just Lay dangle down. it above my face and record <laughs> this from the floor. <laughs> um, I've done that, so <laughs> I get it. And you can. You can just yeah. unscrew it from its little arm and just take a take a lay down. You got a bed right behind you. That's yeah, true. honey. Lay in bed. Have, Fuck have, it. Have Who's Zach gonna know? You, have Zach rig you up a little a little thing so you can a just do bed this mic. horizontally. Yeah, yeah, why has Zach not built you a bed mic? We How choose to go to the moon. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> we choose to go to the bed. Yes. We choose to lie in the bed. We choose to record from the tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We've never done that, and we've been talking about doing it for a long time. Well, I think it's a should. lot of electricity near water. And, like, <laughs> echoey. It's not the best acoustics. John will fix it. Right, John? <laughs> He's not here. He can't answer. Right, John? <laughs> right, Amanda. You're the best boss in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Oh, my God. He's here. <laughs> I, I just heard him. I think he might have COVID, too. His voice sounds weird. Oh, <laughs> yup. Uh, yup. That's all it is. Oh, I was bored with this voice. <laughs> okay. okay. Moving on. Next. Just, next. Let's just jump straight into some crazy headlines from Amanda slash from all of you. From John. <laughs> I've got some fun ones this month. I This was a good bitch. Bitch. <laughs> this first one, in the words of Jennifer Coolidge, makes me want a hot dog real bad. Oh, what else is new? <laughs> and also is tragic. Here we go. <laughs> Tractor trailer crash sends 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler onto Pennsylvania no. Highway. I said before we started, <laughs> hot dogs are delicious. I'm gonna throw up. Don't floor, say anything gross. And it's you, not gross. you opened <laughs> with fifteen thousand pounds of hot dog filler. <laughs> you beast. <laughs> you beast. <laughs> God, d- never trust 
your friends. <laughs> you beast. You beast. Well, Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer, and Labor Day is considered the unofficial end. And between those two holidays, an estimated 818 <laughs> hot dogs are consumed every second. Oh, my God. God. That's seven billion hot dogs over the course of a summer. One third of which by Joey Chestnut. Right? That's one hot dog for every living human on the planet. Every second. Well, every summer. Every summer. Every second. (laughs) I'm fine. So with the unofficial start of hot dog season upon (laughs) us, it should come as no surprise that an accident involving hot dogs or hot dog filler is gaining attention on the internet. It happened last week on I-70 in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania. According to Pennsylvania State Police, the driver of a tractor trailer traveling at a high rate of speed. It's Pennsylvania. (laughs) I know. I just really like this accent. Lost control of the vehicle. The truck left the roadway and crashed into trees. The truck left the roadway. Oh, no. Okay. Kenyon? No. Don't look at the drive. Okay, I'm not. I will look at the drive. I'm telling you, right the fuck now. Okay, I won't do it. I can't. Oh, my. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Lucy, are you okay? You've got my, some weird photos on here. Are you uploading the. I'm this, about to. Oh, my God. I'll tell you when to refresh. Oh, but if I'm no. going to look at your other photos, you it's have to okay. hide this one. No, no, no. The, their photos are not important. They really <sighs> aren't. Like, you don't ever need to look at them. They're not important. Okay. I need to look at these. Refresh. Photos, refresh. Oh, refresh. Describe it for me. If I describe no, if we describe it to you, you'll freak the fuck. It's so let's just say it's pink. It's very pink. Oh god. Am I pregnant? Oh my god, this is really gross. It's maybe the grossest picture I've ever put on the track. (laughs) Okay, Okay, let me do I can explain it in a way that won't make you gag. No, I'm all right. I'm okay. The pink I I think I I think I've conjured something in my mind did you look no don't don't i'm telling you do not look (laughs) oh Uh, oh my lord police say the impact sent the load and the tractor trailer all fifteen thousand pounds onto the highway it's all the pink sludge is all over the trees don't. I'm not even kidding. I haven't looked and I have to Don't. go. I have to excuse myself. Go Continue. Ahead. I'll keep I'll going. Yeah, just we'll carry on. <laughs> oh my State God. State police say both the driver and the passenger suffered minor injuries. <laughs> the Rose Traver Central Fire Department, which posted photos of the mess on Facebook, <laughs> the mess, <laughs> said the two <laughs> occupants were treated at the scene by medics. Quote, the roadway was then cleared of all hot dog debris, state police said. There was a lot of debris. They would have needed the hoses from the fire department, shovel, (laughs) like it's so, it looks like bubble gum, chewed and melted bubble gum. Or like um, really finely shredded insulation. Like it's the same color pink. It totally is that exact same pink, but then there's like oh. a smear on the road. Yeah. 
There is. Oh, it's oh. really gross. The the schmear is the worst. One. The and the tree in the background that's just covered in hot dog yep. shit. It's oh, really yeah. bad. It's, it's really bad. Really fucking bad. It's probably okay. good that she left. Oh yeah, she gone. She gone. Investigators say multiple brakes on the vehicle were completely inoperable, resulting in a total <laughs> loss of stopping power. <laughs> <laughs> Police say numerous citations will be filed against the driver. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. We're, that's perfect. I just said the last sentence. Her accent is amazing. Incredible. <laughs> say the last sentence for Kenyon again. It was my favorite part. Okay. It's not gross. <laughs> Basically, the brakes failed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is what it says. Investigators say multiple brakes on the vehicle were completely inoperable, resulting in a total loss of stopping power. Inoperable. Inoperable. Police say numerous citations will be filed against the driver. (laughs) (laughs) The driver who defiled the highway. Yeah. (laughs) You sound like the voiceover in Pink Flamingos. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Multiple citations. Multiple citations. (laughs) Okay, this next one is real short, but it just made me absolutely cackle. And also, this is Lucy's future. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Here we go. Gonna be bad. This is out of Geneva, New York. Of course. (laughs) No, it's not bad. It's just really funny. My future is repulsive. (laughs) It is inoperable. It's inoperable. (laughs) This comes from FingerLakesDailyNews.com. Safety measures have been filed. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne County man arrested for too many bird feeders again. Oh, shit, should I be worried? I have a lot of bird feet. Yeah, but I don't think you have this many. <laughs> so you're probably good. Yeah, but I just of love, HOAs, Jesus. I love that again is in the headline. <laughs> That's the best part. A Wayne County man remains in trouble with the law for feeding local wildlife. Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> the Wayne County Sheriff's Office reports the Friday night arrest of 71-year-old Don Antal of Sodus Point. <laughs> for repeatedly violating local code. He is alleged to have 23 bird feeders in his front lawn while the village limits two feeders per household. 23. I have have five. Yeah, but you have less than 23. You're good. For now. For now. The day is young. It is young. (laughs) And Tal was issued an appearance ticket for Sodas Town Court Antal was previously arrested last month for the same offense. <laughs> Arrest! Arrested oh my God. for having too many birds. He just liked the birds. I know. What the fuck is their problem? How can well, they, so this isn't just like an HOA thing. This is a local ordinance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which they probably had to create. Yep, for a reason. For him. Uh, for him or something. Something was off with the why, birds. Why else what would they have that ordinance? Something's off. I don't think it's Something's an accident. Off. Something's amiss. 
Whenever I encounter like a weird sign or like a weird law, I always wonder yeah. what happened. There's mm-hmm. gotta be a reason. There's what a man to need this. It's there, always a man. There's a man who. There's always a man. There's different. a man. There's always a man. <laughs> okay, next. Because we've had so much fun with helicopters in our cases recently, oh this was sent to us. And while it is from 2017, it's just too good not to share. So thank you, Angie N, for this gem. <laughs> Angie N. Angie N. <laughs> this is out of Australia, Mike. Oh. oh. Quick, quick switch. <laughs> Helicopter pilot lands chopper at McDonald's to grab some food. <laughs> They're loving it. it They're loving it. A helicopter pilot with the munchies landed his chopper next to a McDonald's to grab some food. At approximately 4.20 p.m., parentheses, seriously, (laughs) on Saturday, a pilot landed his chopper onto the lawn next to a McDonald's in northwest Sydney, got out of the aircraft, entered the restaurant to get food, got back into the helicopter, and flew away. It would have been better if he used the drive-thru. The fly-thru. The (laughs) fly-thru. But in the modern day of documenting every single thing that you do, the man snapped a photo of his chopper in front of McDonald's before flying away because (laughs) stories. Mm -hmm. Quote, oh, for real? A man can be heard asking in the clip, I thought it was an emergency. (laughs) Nope. Dude just wanted some Maccas. (laughs) According According to Nine News Australia... Concerned citizens sent the news outlet a video of the incident, and although it's a bit unusual, the landing may not have been illegal. The Civil Aviation Safety Authority says that as long as the pilot had the permission of the landowner, the pilot could technically use it to land his aircraft and get some grub as long as it was safe. Okay. The agency is currently investigating the incident in order to determine if the landing and takeoff were safe enough. Doesn't sound safe particularly safe. safe. I mean, yeah. no one died, so All safe right, enough. That's the line. Safe yep, that's the line. I keep that the threshold really that's low. That's right. I keep forgetting that's, that's the line. The line. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy just wanted some meccas. Meccas. All right. This is um less funny than it is absolutely terrifying and also mind blowing. Okay. And serves as a reminder to respect animals because they're smart. You just never know the lengths they'll go to fuck you up. Oh, no. I think I know what this is. You probably do. (laughs) All right. Elephant kills woman in India, then returns to trample her corpse at her funeral. Yes. No. Aren't you dying to know what she did? I am so dying to know what she did. Ah. Oh, wait. Oh, Twice. the joke. That's so mean. Oh, my God. She's dead. Get over <laughs> she it. is. She, I mean, she's oh my not bad. Okay. An elephant in India <laughs> made headlines <laughs> for not only killing a woman, but for crashing her funeral to trample her corpse as well. That is like the most and another thing of moves. Yeah. They I've were ever not heard. over it. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that meme of a skeleton climbing out of a coffin mm-hmm. and it just says, actually, you know what? <laughs> it's like the meme, thing. the meme is like me promising to put this argument to bed and then it's just the picture of this skeleton crawling <laughs> out of its 
<laughs> fucking tomb. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I saw the same thing that was it's like, so where's good. my phone? <laughs> <laughs> that will be me. Yeah, on June 10th, onlookers were horrified to see the same elephant. Confirmed same elephant. <laughs> yeah, they they have really they good memory. They never good fucking forget. Sense of direction. They can recognize uh-huh. people. Yep. They're very smart. Very yeah. smart. The same elephant that had attacked and killed 70-year-old Maya Mormu, had, uh, which grabbed her dead body from the pyre she was laying on before oh. trampling on it. Was it lit? I don't think so. I don't think that's how that was going to go. Oh, okay. The giant threw her body onto the ground once more before leaving the site of the funeral. Oh, my God. Wow. Jesus yeah. Real pissed. She, yeah. She what had been did fetching. She do? She had been fetching water in Odisha's Mayurbanj district in yeah. India when she was attacked. The elephant had reportedly wandered off from its home in Dalma Wildlife Sanctuary before encountering the elderly woman. Despite being rushed to the hospital after the attack, Mormud died from her injuries, according to the police. Though elephants are typically gentle, majestic beasts known for their stellar memory, they can be dangerous to people when threatened, provoked, or abused. Save the Asian Elephants conservation charity founder and lawyer Duncan McNair made a comment to Newsweek that, quote, endangered elephants can be deadly dangerous when attacked, also noting that Asian elephants have been subject to extreme torture and stabbing by poachers and tourism industry agents. So this was likely a rescued Asian elephant. And she might not have even, like, really provoked it right but it just had it so had much trauma, trauma. Mm-hmm. yeah he oh, had a flashback i know i know oh that's really sad yeah it is really sad human elephant clashes are not particularly rare in the odisha district and in india more broadly due to their sophisticated cognitive abilities elephants have been known to carry out acts of revenge <gasps> oh, that's so creepy The endangered species habitat is also increasingly shrinking, putting their very existence into jeopardy, which makes clashes all the more common. Last month, a 40-year-old woman was trampled to death outside her house by an elephant in a different district. And a few months prior, in March, a wild elephant attacked a woman in the forest of a different district, but all in India. The elderly woman died in the incident, but her eight-year-old grandson, who was injured while trying to run away, survived. Oh, oh I feel I bad. I thought it's maybe really she had done something to she this elephant. I mean, we don't know that she didn't. Well, even if she did, if she was just she out, did. like, gathering wood, then right. she probably was really fucking scared. Yeah, it's horrifying. She was. I mean, she sounds like she's just getting water, and it's like this elephant was triggered, Dang which it. happens. Elephants are not only cultural icons throughout Asia, but they also play a critical role in the ecosystem, helping maintain the integrity of forests and grasslands. Producing roughly 220 pounds of dung per day, they help spread germinating seeds, a process important for maintaining plant populations. Leave the elephants alone! Yeah. yeah. And the so penis beautiful. plants, for that And the penis plants. I know, elephants Those are, are so less beautiful. Exquisite. <laughs> Way both, less. They both have their place. Mm. All right, uh, I have one more here for you, and it's honestly just the weirdest and, like, most random headline I've read in a long while. It, like, reads like a Mad Lib. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I was just like, the best. I was just like, That's um, journalism. Right? Gotcha, journalism. <laughs> this is out of West Virginia, of fucking course. <laughs> 
too charged after 60 guinea pigs dumped in a Dalton Emporium <laughs> parking lot. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Two people are facing charges after 60 guinea pigs were left abandoned in a parking lot Wednesday in Huntington. According to Cabal Wayne Humane Officer John Rutherford, the animals were left at the parking lot of the Adult Emporium on Route 60 on Saturday, April 9, and were found by employees Wednesday, (laughs) April 13. Wait, so how long were they there for? Four days. They left there on the 9th and were found on the 13th. Look at them oh. all in this little pet taxi. They I only know. take up like a third of it. They're so Can small. you don't look because then you'll have to see. I'm going to click on the link of the article. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> oh, there's so many in That's a, in a they're cage. 60. 60. They're all in one cage. Oh, no. They hardly take up any room. Well, that's, actually, <laughs> that's only one of the photos. There's multiple boxes and oh, things. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. David Caserta faces 60 counts of abandoning animals, and Katrina Hogsett faces Ugh. 60 <laughs> counts of not getting animals medical care. Yeah, wow. 61 counts. She can yeah. count herself in there, Hogsett. <laughs> Hogsett. They all survived, thank God. The well, animals good. had belonged to Hogsett, who said she loved the animals and couldn't let go, but then things, quote, just got out of control and that they were, quote, destroying her relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this is Amanda's future. It's we've, me. We've seen Lucy's future and yep. we've seen Amanda's future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my second rabbit almost destroyed my relationship. Oh, but no. now we're getting married. <laughs> Quote, I tried to get rid of them and nobody would take them because there were so many of them. Imagine trying to find homes for 60 60 pre-loved guinea pigs in Huntington, West Virginia. (laughs) Oh, no. Used guinea pigs. When asked why she left them at the parking lot instead of in a field or a park, she answered, I don't know. It just happened too fast. I regret it. I messed up. Well, yeah. (laughs) Not that, not that it's that great to leave them in a field because they'll just get eaten yeah. by predators. Well, like a parking lot, you're just gonna suffer and they or eat you would and die just, slowly. I just love that she's like, I don't know. It all happened so fast. It all happened so fast, <laughs> ma'am. What was rushing you? Literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> my relationship. <laughs> oh my god! It it's so. It was guinea pig funny. day. The countdown was on. <laughs> <laughs> I only had five minutes to get rid of these guinea pigs. <laughs> anyway, he was hope- threatening to break up with me. He was. He was going to leave me. <laughs> he packed his bags. His they, personal he maximum his bags. was 58 <laughs> guinea pigs. I went over my two. <laughs> he drew the line. <laughs> two too many. You got to have a red line. And then three of them gave birth, resulting in another 35 <laughs> pigs. <laughs> Yeah, okay, you know that most of them are not neutered or or spayed, and you know that they're not all one gender. You don't end up with that many When this article was written, there were 60. There are currently (laughs) 3,000. Well, I hope not. The guinea pigs were transported to an animal rescue in Pittsburgh, and they are being cared for. And probably adopted out. So, guinea pig sale at Pittsburgh Humane. <laughs> oh, my God. Come and what? get it. Come and get your pigs. Get it while it's hot. 
Get them while they're hot right at the adult emporium off Route 60 in the parking lot. They're literally hot because they've been sitting on asphalt for four days. four days? That's so sad. I can't believe they survived, honestly. I I can't believe no one noticed for four fucking days. I I wonder if they were closed. I know that I've told this story before. And I do not condone this story. The cats? The kittens? No. I'm not proud of what I've done. I didn't do anything. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm telling a story of a friend of my mother's. Okay. Oh. I know I've told this before, but she or her son, you know, whatever, her like adolescent son, son, whatever, had had a guinea pig. Son. And then somehow he like went to college or something and she still had know. this fucking guinea pig and mm-hmm. she didn't want it anymore and she oh. called around to pet stores and nobody wanted this <laughs> geriatric guinea pig <gasps> and whatever and so she decided okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna set him free <laughs> and she lived in like a town home next to just like a wooded area not like a true mm-hmm. forest but like mm-hmm. a substantial wooded area a suburban woods yeah yeah and she just like, you know, let it out kind of a, not quite in the backyard, but close to the town home, whatever, and went about her day. She released and then, him humanely. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then God. she heard, I know the story. Uh, <gasps> you know, whatever, scratching Oh, no. on the sliding glass doors. No. She's trying to get back in. Trying to get back in. Oh, it found its way back. She sprayed him with the hose, sent him on his way. Oh, no. And I can't remember no. if she, like, released him a little bit further in the woods and he came back again. Oh, she just kept taking him further and further out. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my God. And then eventually she left him far enough away oh. that he didn't come back. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a few minutes later she heard a scree, scree. No. Yeah. <laughs> Such a taking off with it. I, I didn't oh know God. that they like could track and find. But I guess yeah, if they have like it's, a nest, they have a survival. They yeah. can sniff. Oh, yeah. Poor baby. Scratching at the oh. window to get back in. Oh my god. Did her child well, ever find out? Her adult He was son? like he was like oh. in college. I'm sure she was like, you know, like Oreo died. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Oreo, Sorry. Oreo, Oreo died. <laughs> oh. These poor little piggies. Oh, They're Oreo. so cute. They're always named Oreo. I know, I know they totally I are. Made, I made some joke about that to Zach recently <laughs> and, and he goes, "Wait, how did you know that?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" I was oh, literally no. just making a joke about how all guinea pigs are named, are named Oreo. Oreo. <laughs> and, and he was like, no, but that's the name of our school's guinea pig. And yeah, I was I like, yeah, I fucking go figure. Yeah. Lucky I guess. fucking said Lucky all guinea guess. pigs are named Oreo. Did like, I stutter? He's like, how'd you know the name of my other guinea pig? Lucky and I was like, guess. I was like, let <laughs> me guess. Is the other one butterscotch? Oh, my God. That I was. A mind reader. Yeah. A clairvoyant. Butterscotch and or because they only yeah. come in like two colors, yeah. black and white, or that like butterscotchy brown. Yeah, you mm-hmm. literally have to name your guinea pig after a Dairy Queen flavor. Yeah, or like buttercup. <laughs> yeah, 
But yeah, yeah you're totally right. Wow, I know. wow. Kenyon is an oracle. And an oracle. An oracle. <laughs> he literally just, I, the look on his face. And I was like, yeah, the guinea pig at my elementary school was named Oreo. Like, it's, that's how it is. That's fucking incredible. PhD holding husband of yours. (laughs) So sweet. So if you have a guinea pig named Oreo, hit us up. Just kidding. But those are my headlines this month. Please, if you have some funny ones that you come across in your life, head over to your emailing machine (laughs) and send them our way. You can also just go to our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com and go to the contact us tab and you can write a little note and then label it like crazy headlines so that I know yeah. exactly There's a who drop they're for. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, should we hear a little word from our sponsors? Yeah. Let's do it. Oreos. Framebridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. That's our other favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Add a gallery wall to your home or send an easy foolproof gift Especially for all those weddings you have coming up. Hello. Hi. We're in the season. From art prints and posters to the photos sitting on your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. Uh, We love FrameBridge. It is Mm -hmm. so easy. Here is how it works. You just go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. I've mailed in several physical pieces. Oh, yeah. This packaging is, I trust it with my life. Mm-hmm. I would ship a newborn baby in this packaging. Wow. It's, or at least a, the last remaining photo of yes. your newborn baby. Uh, I Just as precious. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can then preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. We love a gallery wall. Mm-hmm. You choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. I've done both. I would also trust their designers with any precious yep. thing. Yep. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. They got the little hanger clips. They got a nail. Yeah. It's a, you just need a hammer. Yep. Hammer at a wall, baby. So instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at just $39 and all shipping is free. Back and forth, mm-hmm. baby. It's all free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use our code WINECRIME. You can order online at framebridge.com or stop by a Framebridge store to work with a designer in person if you're in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago. And I just have to say, I went through some old photographs that my Mm -hmm. parents have at their house, like paper photographs. Yeah. There were a bunch from their weddings, like kind of candid, like outtake Mm -hmm. goofy photos, like my mom sticking out her tongue and my dad making a weird face. Of course. Like in their uh, their garb. Cute. It's so dang cute. And I know there's only one copy of this photo. And you better believe that I Mm -hmm. am going to send it in with Framebridge because it's it's too adorable. Yes, absolutely. So get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code WINECRIME. To save an additional 15% off your first order, just go to framebridge.com, promo code WINECRIME, one more time, framebridge.com, promo code WINECRIME, and treat you all. Treat them. When it comes to therapy and psychiatry, getting the help you need has never been so simple. It, mm-hmm. These aren't scary words anymore. Hello, it's 2022. Get, yeah. get with the program. When you're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device, it means mental health care can be on your schedule. God Mm -hmm. bless. 
and alleviating the wait times to get an appointment or the travel time to an office can free up time for the rest of your life. And also like energy and like emotional space. It's really inconvenient to leave your house these days, Mm -hmm. I think. Talkspace Mm -hmm. is so convenient and accessible. It makes me feel supported around the clock. Honestly, that around the clock aspect is my favorite thing about it. Like, I have ADHD. It's not always easy for me to look back at maybe a month's worth of issues and crises Mm -hmm. and feelings and then try to cover all of that in an hour-long session in an office with a professional. Like, that's a huge mantle for me to carry. I, I, I can't do it. And Talkspace lets you send messages to your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform, which allows you to update them on the challenges and triumphs that you're facing in real time. So you don't have to wait for your next session and you don't have to, like, remember everything you want to discuss. If I have an issue at 2.30 in the morning, I I could wake up from a nightmare and go, wow, that triggered me. I want to remember that. Yeah. I'm going to text my Talkspace therapist, Emily, and then she checks back in during her office hours it's amazing so they just they just take care of it like you could get it out of your brain in the moment and with Talkspace you set goals with your therapist and they hold you accountable and make sure that you're really progressing therapy can help you shift your perspective it can help you find tools to cope in difficult times and it can just be a guiding light it's incredible. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use that promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's GALS and Talkspace.com. And treat your brain. Treat it. All right. Are we ready for some coven confessions? They're Always. literally my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> that I that I pulled over a week ago, so I don't know what they are anymore. And I'm yes. worried that they're all going to be really gross and make me vom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least there shouldn't be any pink hot dog filler. <laughs> I know. I know that this first one is going to really get Amanda. This is like your particular ick. Great. (laughs) So you're welcome. Milk? Mm. Breast milk? Oh, it's not breast milk, but yeah, that would also be her particular ick. Okay. I don't love it. It's not the breast milk. It's the white baby vomit. It's the spit up. It's the spit up. Oh, right. It's the spit up. Great. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that. Amanda's first up for babysitting. If I if my mind remembers correctly, you would do not like this. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Quote, this is probably not the worst thing I've ever done, but I thought you would get a kick out of it. Disclosure, this was years ago, so pre-COVID, which is very important. Okay. Nobody's life was put in danger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just their lunch. <laughs> yeah. I worked at a, as a server at a fancy hotel restaurant in a small Iowa college town. I was waiting on a group of students' parents who donated a lot of money to the school, and they were not afraid to remind us. As if the Ooh, fucking wait staff at the restaurant gives a shit. Right. They were ridiculous from the start. For example, they made a reservation for 15 and were shocked when it took us an extra 5 to 10 minutes to change their table in order to seat the 25 people that they brought. 
Okay, I'm already bitch. seeing red. Yeah. I'm already seeing red poison their food. God. After they were finally seated, finally in quotation marks, because like right. the people were bitching about Complaining. it. Complaining, yeah. Everything was going fine as long as I swallowed the condescension and ignored their poor manners. I was mm-hmm. up for it, though. It was my job. Something else I should mention is that at this time, I had a nasty cold. Mm-hmm. I was doped up on medicine when I arrived for work, but it must have worn off by the time I was bringing my new favorite table, their salad. <laughs> <laughs> my new favorite table. <laughs> I can hear it so well. Yep. So anyways, it was salad time, and I made my way to their table with a large full tray. I set down my tray, looked to the table, and said, okay, I have the blue cheese salads here, and turned myself back to the tray. I must have whipped myself pretty quickly because a long, full, clear strand of snot (laughs) flew flew from my nose and almost in slow motion right before my eyes landed perfectly in the middle of the salads. (laughs) So it wasn't even intentional. No, she was just sick, the poor thing. I knew that at least three of the salads got some droplets. (laughs) (laughs) Sebum. Immediately, I scooped up the tray and said something along the lines of, oh, I'll be right back. I got something wrong. But my new buddies wouldn't let me go. Oh, so she was trying to like sneak away without them noticing what happened like a fucking professional. Yeah, to get them clean salads those bastards but they were sick of waiting yeah you're about to be sick of something else i would just give that at that point i'd be like oh you don't want me to get you the right salads okay here you go customers always right so then now she's (laughs) quoting the customers hey i had a blue cheese salad over here how hard is it to get a salad right Maybe I'll get my salad before the food comes out, but probably not. Oh, my God. Wow. Also, we're assuming this person is a she, her. We are. I'm so, I yeah I made that assumption I have oh, no idea okay it's I was because I mean ninety percent of our listeners identify as right she as her, her. So. <laughs> also um, Amanda's just putting herself in this yes, position it's me <laughs> it me so I set that tray right back down smiled and handed those suckers out <laughs> I oh ignored God. their comments and everyone loved their meals. The gratuity from that table probably paid half my rent for the month. All of those rich losers left happy and I got to watch them eat my boogers. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> so there I you go. I love that. That's incredible. Happy ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so it didn't no. really get you, Amanda. No, I just... What really got me was, was the, the server serve, drama. The poor server, yeah. <laughs> the I was sh- taking the Schadenfreude a- helped to buoy you back. It up. did, yeah. and also <laughs> as still dealing with COVID congestion, which I think is just who I am now. I think it's just never going to go a away. While after you test negative, it still yeah. lingers. The amount of snot coming out of my body, I'm like so desensitized now that like, yeah, I've probably eaten it on a salad in the past two weeks. Like, oh, it's gonna- your own. <laughs> well, right, but. Maybe Bill's had some. Oh, know. God. He's okay. fine. That's it's fine. Marriage. I don't cook at home. That's yeah. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> that, He's no. safe. I'm to not prepping. To become one. 
Okay. Phoebe, eat my snack. Okay. Next Kinky. one. Quote, hello, please keep anonymous. Don't worry, honey. Mm-hmm. It all started with an awkward new kid who had moved after her mother passed away. I was a new fish in a small town and wanted to make myself the popular girl. Did we go from third person to first? We are, th- we're reading verbatim. Great. Okay, I'm just making sure we're talking about one person here. Yeah, okay. this person, mother passed away, and they are the awkward new kid in a new yep. town, and they want to be the popular girl. Got it. Okay, been there, well, minus the mother passing away. That didn't happen. <laughs> oh, God. Did you show up on your first day in a leopard print velour suit mock <laughs> turtleneck that your mom picked out for you and everyone just assumed you were a real bitch? And then Leah told you that we wear socks with our sandals here and we always wear headbands with our ponytails. And I said, the fuck we do. And I didn't make that friend. Or did you show up on the first day after having gotten bit by a mosquito on your eyelid the night oh, before? God. So oh. your eye, your left eye was completely swollen shut. And then oh. on day two, when you came up with it slightly less swollen shut, one of the teachers asked you if you were able to open your left eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have trauma, ladies. <laughs> I wasn't the new kid until France at 16, and they gave me a lot of passes early on because yeah, I you was were foreign. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one day, so they still want to become the popular girl. It hasn't quite happened yet, so they're, mm-hmm. they're thinking up strategies, okay? Mm-hmm. One day, I had seen these things to put in your bra, parentheses, chicken cutlets. Oh, yeah. And decided to try <laughs> them out. Oh, no. Now, they're obviously not talking about literal chicken. Right. Right. The little, like, silicone things that look like chicken cutlets for padding. Yes. Right. Something tells me. But it is quite funny to imagine literal chicken in this scenario. I also, like, only have frozen chicken at my house right now, so I'm just thinking of how much that would hurt to shove a frozen chicken breast into your bra. Ew. So I decided to try them out. I put them in a regular bra, which was my first mistake. Mm. The day was going great, and I was finally getting attention from the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Then came gym class. Oh, <laughs> God. Always bad. Like, gym, the oh, gym class is trauma, period, yeah. full yep. stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if nothing bad specifically happened to you in gym class. Yeah. It's just traumatizing. The the threat of it is always hanging over. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. existence of gym is a trauma. Mm-hmm. It's just as bad, if not worse. The yeah. constant anxiety. A thousand percent. Yeah. I didn't think, as I just threw my sports bra over my other bra, that this would be a big mistake. Today was track day. My small double A chest didn't bounce, so I'm at a loss for how a cutlet became loose, but it happened. Oh. There it was on the track, my shame. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Glistening in the afternoon light. My shame. My shame. (laughs) A few boys picked it up and started throwing it at each other. No. How would they know what it was? They don't, yeah. 
I thought I was in the clear until this boy I didn't like said that he saw it fall from my shirt. That little fucking asshole. Fucking narc. Narc, yeah. God. <laughs> I ended up running to the bathroom almost crying and mortified at what had just happened oh. and took the other one out and threw it away. Needless to say, I have yet to wear cutlets again and still have a small chest. Oh, this was 14 years ago, but it still haunts me. Yeah. <laughs> I so hope hurts. someone gets a good laugh. Oh, I mean, we did. My shame. <laughs> there it was, my shame. <laughs> that stupid boy, but I can totally see that boy doing it. Oh, my God. I can God. see Blitch Blymark saying yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. He was always that one. He- Blow Blaringen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Blitch Blymark said something. <laughs> Our friend Whitney. Mm-hmm. Whitney. <laughs> one day we were walking. I overheard him go. Wouldn't it be cool if her name was Titney? Oh my god, what a fucking idiot. Blave Kablam and Blonde Blenard would never have done something like that. No. There ever. were some good, there were lots of good guys. We had some lots good of ones too. Yeah, some good ones in our batch, but god, <laughs> god damn blow Blaringen. And blunt of a blitch. blitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking blitch. Blunt of a blitch. Okay. <laughs> Next confession. <laughs> oh no. I think the theme this month is just like trauma. Stu- stupid bodily elementary school trauma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really immature. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The nightmares I still for some reason wake up from in my mid 30s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the theme? <laughs> Absolutely. My cutlet falling on the ground. <laughs> Being late for my history test, we didn't have history class. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's completely imagined, and it's so upsetting. Uh. Okay. Quote, okay, ladies, buckle up, because this is a dirty one and totally not in a good way. Great. (laughs) I'm a 34-year-old female who has held on to this secret for many years and literally have never told a soul about it. So here we go. Okay. When I was 19, I was dating a younger person who invited me to prom with them. And like any other teen girl in the early 2000s, getting ready for a big event, I decided to sign up for an unlimited month of tanning yep. to get my glow on before the big day. That's what you I do. lost my nipples. Yeah. <laughs> they grew back bigger than ever. It's fucking <laughs> horrifying the fact that I ever was in a tanning booth. I yes. know. Zero I mean, out of ten. When I first went to college, I would go tanning, but I would wear my sandals so I could retain my summer tan, my summer uh-huh. sandal tan. My God. Yeah, we we cultivated those sandal tans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were deep. Yeah. You they would too. last through the rest of the year. Are mm-hmm. absurd. You'd start the following summer with still a hint of sandal tan. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Use sunscreen, oh people. Yeah, yeah, don't don't be like us. Oh my god. All of a sudden I turned 32 and just all of the damage came mm-hmm. flooding to the surface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like covered what? in like freckles, freckles. roll yeah. removal scars. Yeah. And freckles. Yeah, like I feel you. Freckles that we should get checked out. Yeah. yeah. Freckles that are <laughs> problematic freckles. Right. Trying to kill you. You think when you're when it's happening, you think, oh, I got away. Like I didn't get burned, whatever. Mm-hmm. No. All the damage is there and it all comes out at once. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Enough. Just your just your elder aunties screaming <laughs> at you on a podcast about wearing sunscreen. Do it. It's fine. Don't We're fuck fine. around. Reapply. Okay. Reapply. Waterproof okay. doesn't mean anything. No, no. it doesn't mean shit. And the shit. SPF number is just the amount of time that it protects you. So literally, you're just wasting your own time and money if you use a lower SPF. Pretty much. Like 30 just protects you for 30 minutes, whereas 70 protects you for 70 minutes. I'll take the 70 minutes. You dumb dumbs. (laughs) Okay. Okay, back to the show. Okay. (laughs) This is the show. (laughs) I am the show. (laughs) I am the show. (laughs) I am the one who knocks. My melanoma is the show. Is the one who knocks. Oh, right. Okay, back to this uh, confession. So they're getting their glow on. It's the 2000s. Oh, no. So unfortunately, within the first week of my subscription to, like, the tanning salon, Mm. I fell ill with the flu. Mm. After the first day or so, I felt a little better, but still not 100%. And to me and my vanity, that meant I was totally fine to go stand in a tanning booth and get blasted with hot rays for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. 20 minutes? While still so long. I know. While still slightly flu-like and feverish. <laughs> Baby girl, no. Can you imagine anything My nipples anything were gone worse? after seven minutes. Oh, seven. I don't think I ever was in there for longer than, yeah, eight minutes. Oh. And it still did plenty. Uh-huh. About five minutes in, my head started to spin. Yeah. The heat was getting to me, and my flu was clearly and quite literally creeping up in me. Oh, my stomach went in all sorts of directions. You're going to shit. That's when I knew I had to get out of there. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. I'm mentally. She's going to blow. She's going to blow. Now, <laughs> in this standing tanning booth, there was a little dressing room attached to it where I undressed to get inside. I can only imagine the tanning salon employees surprised to hear me whip open the tanning booth door in a barbarian-like rattle. (laughs) And scream, where's the bathroom? (laughs) Once in the mini dressing room, I sat on the little wall bench attachment. You know, they're like tiny. Right. Mm -hmm. And grabbed the wastebasket full of disposable tan goggles and Playboy bunny stickers. Yes, <laughs> puke on it, honey, let it out. And began to hurl profusely into it, only making some of my vomit actually into it, while the rest oh. spilled on the floor of the dressing oh. room. Oh, oh. I'm no. naked this entire time. Oh, <laughs> God. And to make matters worse, my flu belly really didn't know where to turn. I puked so hard that I also shit myself on the dressing room bench. There it is. There it is. The teak bench. (laughs) Where there's slats. No. Oh, Oh, the slats. Oh, the slats. Why did we mention the slats? Oh, it's coming out of me like lava. (laughs) <laughs> not oh knowing what God. to do with the mess I had made. Uh, run. I, <laughs> just not, run. Not wanting to <laughs> get an Cut run, bitch. <laughs> Cut and run. Never go back. They know your name. They've seen your driver's license. Oh, that's they know care. your tan level. They have all oh, of your God. personal info. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> 
That's how, honestly, that should be the first warning sign that you shouldn't be tanning. If they need all of that information. They need so much information. It's like you give you know, less legal info. Liability. Yeah, I know. You give less <laughs> info at the DMV than you do at a tanning booth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Not wanting to get an employee to come help clean me up. Oh, God. Hose me down. <laughs> <laughs> I did what any self-respecting girl would do. I found a headscarf in my purse and some tissues to clean up my bowel movement mess as best I could, put it in the trash bin along with my puke, and took the trash bag out of the bin, stuck that in my purse, and got dressed. Wow. Commitment. That was considerate. I probably would have done the same thing. I I would have run. (laughs) I would have just fucking left. I'm done. (laughs) I walked out of there with my bag of poo and puke and never went back again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Holy hey, fucking hell. It's your, these are your sea monkeys in your aquarium. <laughs> what? What? You know how they say like, not my circus, not my monkeys. Oh. oh okay. But that's, I don't like saying yeah, that. Yeah. No, that was, yeah. No, that made perfect sense. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Cats and wigs. <laughs> Hey, when in Rome, mind your mo- mind your own monkeys is what I'm saying. Mind okay. your own bag of shit and barf and whatever. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. I don't think I would have put it in my purse. No. You just brazenly walked out with it. I might have like put every like tried to clean up as best I could and then tied the top of the trash bag mm. shut and but mm-hmm. left it there. Yeah, I think that's probably what I would have done. They but don't that's make what enough I would, money. But that's to deal what I would that. do well, now do I. at 34. Probably back then at 19. Oh, I love all bets run. are off. Yeah, we'll run. Yeah, <laughs> bye bye. Well, there's no saying. Fucking bye bye. <laughs> so anyway, deuces. Oh, sorry about For it. Other later. tanning salons. I guess I have to move now. Bye bye. Also, I want my money back because my Playboy buddy never showed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I yeah. only got. Five minutes worth of this 20-minute session, so. Because <laughs> um, I shit myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and by myself, I mean your bent, your teak I bench. I shit your teak bench. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I shit your teak bench. Okay, next confession. <laughs> My pa- <laughs> my parents were divorced since my sister and I were around three years old, so we would see my dad every other weekend. We would explore and snoop like any other children. One day while at his house, we came across a basket on our father's mantle that was filled with white powder. Um. <laughs> um. Either drugs or cremains. <laughs> Think of the basket as basically being palm-sized. My older nine-year-old sister somehow came to the conclusion that it had to be drugs that my mm. hiding was in this that my dad was hiding in this basket. She tells me to lick my finger. Oh my god! Dip it it's in gotta the powder. Be drugs. Test it. No. Yeah, even if it is drugs, don't do what your nine-year-old sister is telling you to do. <laughs> yeah, this has major big sister energy. Oh yeah, yeah. making lick- the little sister do something <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's what yeah. our jobs are. Uh-huh. Lick your finger and dip it in the powder and then lick the powder off. Literally yeah, like finger a fun dip. dip. Yeah, fun, fun dip. dip. <laughs> it's just cocaine. What's going to oh happen? My. It's just You're cocaine. Probably, 
we are only six. Well, being a gullible dumbass, I listened. After I ate some of the powder, my sister pulled the bag out of the basket instead of just opening the top. When she pulled the full bag out, she realized that it had dad written on the Ziploc <laughs> bag in Sharpie. <laughs> no! I knew it. No! (laughs) I had literally tasted my grandfather thinking he was illegal drugs. (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) Oh, my God! I love everything about it. Get a babysitter. (laughs) Invest in a babysitter. The older sister cannot do it. Oh my god. Uh, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Anyways, it literally tasted like burnt chicken wings if they're oh. a bit overcooked. <laughs> In case you were wondering, I was not. Oh. <laughs> we oh. still have not told my dad to this day and probably never will. Oh. <laughs> My God. I'm obsessed. No. You would do that to Madeline so fast. Oh, yeah. Knowingly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd know exactly what you were fucking doing. Oh, my God. Scamp. I told her she was adopted. I told her our parents were divorcing. I made her choose which one she wanted to live with. Oh, my God. I blamed her for killing my hamster, even though I knew goddamn well how it died. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you two are now close is Mind a miracle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there were some rough years. Yeah. yeah. She could be a little bitch. Oh, she could be. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. there was a reason we sacrificed her a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Next one. <laughs> Mom, you bees. You bees. (laughs) Quote, once upon a time, eight years ago, I was driving cross country from Montana to Massachusetts with a wonderful gentleman whom I had just begun dating and his dog, Gunner Marie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well, I think the dog that I was in the truck with when my ex's brother-in-law confessed he was probably a murderer, was also named Gunner. So I already am triggered by oh, this. Oh, there you go. Gunner Marie. <laughs> Gunner, Gunner Marie. With a it's hyphenated. <laughs> Gunner Marie. <laughs> that is how I should totally emasculate my brother-in-law's dogs that are yes. like rifle and piston. Rifle Marie. <laughs> yeah. Piston Marie. <laughs> yeah, rifle Anne. Gunner Marie. Rifle Lee Tinsley. Bullet Joe. Pistol Lynn. Pistol Lynn. (laughs) Rifle Marie and Pistol Lynn. Don't you piddle on that floor now. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, well, now I want pets named Rifle Marie and Pistol Lynn. It's too good. Rifle Marie. So this one's Gunner Marie. Okay. So everything is going great. (laughs) I was terribly smitten both with the boy and the dog, except there was one small problem. I was nowhere near feeling comfortable enough to fart around my new man-panion. <laughs> <laughs> the 
that Bill farted on our first date. Really got that one out of the way. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to marry this man. <laughs> I'll marry you. I'll marry, I'll marry you. you. <laughs> I'll marry you. <laughs> and you know, road trips aren't exactly kind on your intestinal system. No. Also, apparently I have IBS, which was undiagnosed at the time. No. Oh, no. Honestly, everyone should assume at all times that they have IBS. Yeah. Like, just Safe always. Or it's yeah. coming for you. Right. It's yeah. on its way. Yeah, can attest. <laughs> so we're somewhere in the Midwest. My gut is killing me. And in that moment, I brilliantly remembered something my stepmom taught me about farting quietly. Like oh, if no. you know you oh, need to oh. fart, but you want it to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I'm taking notes. <laughs> relax. <laughs> relax your sphincter. Nope. Let go of any fear and preconceived notions. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That is the worst advice I've ever heard. Oh, my God. She sounds like a really good stepmother. (laughs) I was feeling desperate and uncomfortable and impulsive. Okay, here we go. Uh Like dangerous combo. Pent up toots sweating status. Alas, I figured, what's the worst that could happen? You can shit yourself. If you're sweating... If you're sweating, don't trust it. It's not a fart. It's not. I'm here to tell you right now that it's so much worse. No! Than just shitting yourself. The amount of shitting yourself in a car stories we get is so just phenomenal that this is, I'm not going to pick just any old shitting yourself story. I I also just want to point out that you said... To us, I know. at the top of this episode. I know. I okay. picked all these a week ago. I was uh-huh. in a different place. No, you weren't. <laughs> Are you kidding? Place. You were not. In I was having place. a rare good day. <laughs> or I had just finished puking and mm. was okay to deal with this. I don't know. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, I farted. And it indeed was quiet. Uh-huh. But it was not scentless. No. <laughs> it was a scentless crime. <laughs> Which my hapless, freaked out road trip lady brain forgot to account for. I'd be like, wow, there must be cows near here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Do you smell that? Oh, my God. All this methane is burning up the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> Au contraire. It smelled like what I can only imagine was fermented butt death. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. And the evidence for that is that Gunner Marie promptly <laughs> puked all <laughs> over the back seat. Oh, Gunner Marie! Oh, no! no! Oh, Gunner Marie! You narc! <laughs> Fucking narc. Literally, she farted and it smelled so bad that dog... It made a dog vomit. <laughs> Like, that is next (laughs) fucking level. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Never in my life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit, I can see this so clear. Naturally, (laughs) (laughs) Naturally, I am appalled 
impressed, concerned, (laughs) very embarrassed. So I start laughing. (laughs) My companion, bless his heart, was incredibly confused because Gunner Marie had a notoriously sensitive stomach and equally (laughs) notorious stanky toots. Okay. So now it's like, wow, the dog farted so gross that the dog made himself throw up. Wow, yes, how I, weird. Oh, my God. I'm gagging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's keep to. Oh. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Fucking oh my God, your I'm time. Sweating. I have goosebumps. I'm sweating. <laughs> your time has come. Gunner Marie has come for you. The harbinger of gagging. The harbinger of gagging. (laughs) So my companion goes, why are you laughing? (laughs) I, not thinking that I would potentially have to keep up this lie for the rest of my life. Oh my God, they're married? (laughs) Blurred out. Well, no, they're dating at this point. They're early dating, but this was eight years ago. Wow. <laughs> Blurred out, Gunner farted and made himself puke. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and my partner believed me, such a yep. gullible, trusting goober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he believed me so much that years later, he would still tell the story of that time <laughs> that Gunner <laughs> farted so badly, he made himself puke. I like that Gunner Marie is a boy dog. <laughs> yeah. Poor Gunner Marie has now been the fucking scapegoat. Scape Marie. The scape Marie. <laughs> he told this story at parties he oh, told yeah. it when he met new people oh, <laughs> he told yeah. it to his, his co-workers until one day i couldn't take it anymore no. i couldn't let this lovely creature take the fall for me no matter how gnarly his farts really were in real life gunner marie doesn't care no gunner yeah. marie has no idea <laughs> he's fine Gunner Marie is fine. He's fine. So I don't need to do this. So I told my male companion the truth, and thankfully he thought it was pretty stinking hilarious. So here we are, moving and driving back across the U.S., eating all sorts of terrible shit. And let me tell you, I'm farting up a storm, but I'm not blaming it on the dog. Wow. (laughs) Gunner Marie is a hero. I almost lost it. Yeah, I can, we heard I can, it. I can take a lot. For some uh-huh. reason, that really got me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good well, one. for Gunner Marie. Oh, Gunner Marie. <laughs> okay. I'm adding this- that to my Mrs. Lushy Wet's Pussy post-it. Gunner <laughs> <Yes>. Marie. <laughs> Gunner Marie. <laughs> We've come across some great names. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next one is not gross, but it is just like weird kid stuff. Okay. This is the last one. Little shorty. (sighs) All right. I haven't done a lot of bad things in my life, but there's one thing that my mom wouldn't approve of. Uh Uh-oh. Anal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Funny kid stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? No. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. After listening to the Bratz doll episode, I remembered the strangest thing I did as a kid. 
One year for Christmas, my aunt gave me a Bratz doll, but my mom didn't like them, so she took it and hid it in the basement. (laughs) Well, I eventually found it, and I would frequently take it out of the box, play with the doll, and then once I was done, I would put everything back neatly in the box, Mm. twist ties around the legs and all, until the next time I wanted to play. (laughs) Okay. I don't think my mom ever noticed, and I believe it's still in the box in the basement to this day. But seriously, what kid takes the time to do this? Um, (laughs) I would. Welcome to Neurodivergence, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) We are here for you. (laughs) I just also don't understand the parents who are like, I'm going to take it away, but I won't throw it away or give it away. I'm just going to put it in the basement. Mm -hmm. Like, why? (laughs) I'd just be like, no. You can't have this. One less brat stall on the streets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so anyway those are the confessions this month amazing wow well gunner marie gunner marie for the win for will never recover from this no that dog is a hero oh a national hero (laughs) national treasure (laughs) oh Oh, amazing doing the lord's work Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. wow all right good well Let's uh, hear a word from our sponsors so Lucy can have a gag break and <laughs> come back for Corner Corner. <laughs> My throat hurts. <laughs> okay, are we? I think I'm okay now. Are we ready for Corner Corner? <laughs> yes, Raffle Marie. So. Take it away, oh. Pistol Lynn. Pistol Lynn. Raffle Joe. Trina Kinsley. <laughs> Glock Ann. Glock Ann. Glock Ann. Glock Ann. Okay, adding that to the list. I'm writing all these You down. don't have to put on the red light. <laughs> Glock Ann. <laughs> no E, just A-N-N. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Wow. So this first story was sent in by Coven member Colleen. I also saw it on my feed. It is fucking gnarly. Okay. So this article is from The State. Ooh. Missing South Carolina man fell into shredder at Greer Recycling (gasps) Company. Coroner's office finds. Carolina man. No, that's not a good way to go. That is a horrible way to go. So this was a fairly recent headline. I think it was from maybe June. But, okay, it starts, a man missing since early May, missing since early May, turns out, fell into a shredding machine uh, in an upstate recycling center and died. Tests show so the okay. other people working at the center didn't notice that there was like a blood lot of everywhere? blood. No, we'll get to it. Oh my god! Yeah, honey, Spartanburg County Coroner Rusty Clevenger. No, <gasps> Rusty. No, I don't Rusty want a coroner named Rusty Clevenger. That Rusty is a particularly rough name to have. Rough As way a to go, rough name to have. As a fucking coroner who cuts up bodies for a living, I. It sounds like a cause of death. I am not okay. <laughs> Blunt force trauma by Rusty Clevenger. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So oh Rusty says, 
Small pieces of a human body were found <gasps> around the machine that Duncan Alexander Burrell Gordon, age 20, was working on at Industrial Recovery and Recycling in Greer. There's a picture of him on the drive as well, which will be on the blog, as well as um, his missing I hope it's poster. it's a before picture. It's <laughs> obviously a before picture, but there's like his uh. missing... He was last seen at this recycling oh, center on May donkey. 4th. Oh, yeah. my God. 20 years old. Oh, my God. The so coroner's, I know. The coroner's office was called on June 10th, almost a month after Gordon went missing, which says he's been missing since May 4th. So it was a little over a month. Oh, my God. How, was there a smell? Like, please tell me this is all explained. Well, I'm getting to it. Oh, God. Tissue had been uh. found on a conveyor belt by the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office and tested before the coroner was called. It matched the DNA of Gordon's parents. The machine uh. in question had been checked three times before the coroner's investigators arrived at the plant on June 14th. What? What the hell? It, it had been checked by Gordon's father, Mike, who is a supervisor at the plant, a uniformed patrol supervisor with the sheriff's office, sheriff's investigators, and a cadaver canine, and then <gasps> again when material was found under the conveyor belt. How, How good was this shredder? It shreds plastic. It's a really intense shredder. So it's not like it was some kind of like attempted cover up by the No. Like he fell in. He, like it's like a huge his dad shredder. works there. Yeah. So uh, there, oh, there's there's a my bit God. more. The coroner's office also recovered material from under a support under the conveyor belt that moves the plastic material to another machine for further processing. Gordon was working on top of the machine at the time he went missing. The room includes several machines, so it's really, really noisy. Mm -hmm. A forensic anthropologist and a forensic pathologist hired by the coroner's office examined the material and subsequently looked at the shredding machine. The machine has been shut down and turned back on most. And okay, the machine has been shut down and turned back on multiple times, and sixty thousand pounds of plastic material has been processed since he went missing. Oh my uh, god! So his so most of his got like washed away by he, other plastic. Yeah, yeah it's he was like completely other shredded. Processed plastic. Mm-hmm. Processed. So along probably by with the time. The they brought the dog or anything even in there. So much had been cleared out. And there's probably mm -hmm. a lot of different smells that mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. I am. Oh, that is. Yeah, that so, is fucking wild. I got a little bit more for you. The Rusty Clevenger says in a news release, quote, I can confirm the material is consistent with human fat microscopically minute particles of skin and small pieces of bone. He said about two ounces of material was recovered. Two ounces. From OSHA, the whole body. OSHA is investigating whether oh there were God. any safety violations or whether it was just a fucking freak accident. And OSHA, oh, my God. And was his job, like, like working at that top of the machine was, like, a normal part of his job? I guess. It, I mean, they're not saying that he was breaking any rules. Right. An OSHA I, spokesperson said oh Wednesday God. that such a review normally takes eight weeks. Rusty Clevenger said he can't issue a death certificate because there is no body. <gasps> but state law provides another remedy for families to establish death. So I'm assuming 
they know it's him. They There's pro- not they even might like to- enough remains to maybe meet the threshold of yep. confirming he is dead. That's what they're saying. They only found two, only two ounces, ounces of material. So conceivably oh that doesn't equate to a death necessarily. Right. That could be like he lost his hand or something. It's, it's all circumstantial. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I can't with this. This is this is so tragic. So fucked up. I can't believe neither of you had heard this. No. no. Well, good. I'm glad. I wow. Mean, you're welcome is what I mean. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. Two <gasps> ounces. He was so thoroughly processed. Processed along with all those other plastic that is now recycled. It's back out there. No, no. Circulating around. No. We don't know that for sure. No. It was a month. No, no. Well, it's in South Carolina, so. No. Wow. Yep. Um, Food for thought. No. Maybe reduce our reliance on plastic. There were no cameras in the facility. Maybe not in that part of the facility. I mean, oh. I don't know for sure, but obviously they would have checked all that before they thought he went missing, you know? No, for sure. I just feel like they're, I mean, God, this is always such a, such a freak thing. But like anywhere where there's really dangerous, huge machinery, I think should have a camera on it so that if there's like someone who is cutting corners or, mm-hmm. you know, working in such a way that's not safe they can, like, immediately address that issue. Mm-hmm. Well, it all and comes down God to just this capacity happens. if they, right. you know, like, it's easy to put up a camera. What's not easy is to have a human all the footage, who yeah. is hired to review that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, I think it's especially uh, sad that his dad was the supervisor at the yes, plant. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sure he feels really fucking guilty. Yeah. Oh, Even if it is, is a like freak, I mean, it, yeah. One of the worst things happen, I've but. ever heard in my fucking life. That wow. is, wow. <sighs> well, well, there you go. Even more effective than a wood chipper. Holy yeah. shit. New <laughs> fear unlocked, even though I've never been anywhere near a machine like that. <laughs> yeah, plastics processing center. <laughs> and now you never will. Never. Oh, I have. Never. Two of my closest friends run a recycling business. I know yep. exactly what these machines are. Oh. It's terrifying. Wait, they own like big machines like that? They um, don't own them, but they probably access them as part of their business. They rent them or whatever? Yeah. He used to work for a company called Rewall that takes mm-hmm. recycled plastic and further processes it down to make like raw materials. Mm-hmm. So it's probably He's not that exact machines. same machine, but I've seen these machines. They are really big. And they're really mean looking, just big teeth. Oh, scary. Like just rotating inside. Well, this is very sad. I'm very sad about Duncan. Well, oh. let's move on to something that is, it's it's sad kind of, but it's mostly really interesting. Great. Okay. <laughs> so great. this is an article from 2018 by BigThink.com. New research suggests that you can die simply by giving up the will to live. I... Mm-hmm. If this were true, I would have been dead years ago. Well, we'll go through the steps. (laughs) So this is a conclusion of a new study. This article is from 2018, so relatively new. But a study led by Dr. John Leach from the University of Portsmouth in the UK. The first of its kind study looked at the phenomenon of, quote, give up itis, which is Mm. a word used for what is medically known as psychogenic death. 
Is it related at all to like failure to thrive? Oh, I will tell you all the reasons for it. Okay. So how is this possible? The research says that give up itis can be catalyzed by a trauma that seems inescapable with death appearing as a rational and inevitable thing to do. Without interference, death can happen in as little as three days after the initial withdrawal from life. Oh, my God. Well, you hear about, like, couples that, you know, yeah. one dies. Die a broken and then, heart. Yeah, yep. and then another one dies, like, three days later. Yep, it's it's that. Oh. What's important to note about this condition is that it is not the same as suicide. Mm-hmm. So psychogenic death is real, says Dr. Leach. It isn't suicide. It is not linked to depression. But the act of giving up on life and dying, usually within days, is a very real condition often linked to severe trauma. Mm. The doctor thinks that give-up-itis could be caused by a change in the anterior cingulate circuit, which is a Mm -hmm. frontal subcortical circuit of the brain, which controls motivation and the person's goal-oriented behavior. Quote, severe trauma might trigger some people's anterior cingulate circuit to malfunction, explained Dr. Leach. Motivation is essential for coping with life, and if that fails, apathy is almost inevitable. Wow. But this, death- this reminds so my great grandma, who I never met, but my mm-hmm. grandpa's mother, basically, my grandpa's younger sister died when she was like 12. Mm. And um, then his mom died like. Almost a year later. To the day. Yeah. Oh, God. She, and and I think they found, like, like I think they put, like, heart failure or something on the death mm-hmm. certificate, but it was just... She gave up. Like, the family just spoke about it, like, well, she just, she just gave up. Yeah, she couldn't go on anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, it's really sad. But, good news, death does not have to be inevitable, even if you fall victim to give up-itis. Different interventions such as physical activity ugh, that can give the person some sense of regaining choice and control can, I'm good. can break the terrible cycle by releasing dopamine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I could take it or leave it. <laughs> oh, my God. I love when people are like, oh, I would kill for that body. And it's like, no, we wouldn't. Because we won't even get up and take yeah. a walk for that. Uh, yeah. Killing is way easier That's than, so con- much than easier. consistent exercise. You're right. It's true. It's if you true. had to kill someone every day for 20 minutes, you wouldn't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I don't think I've been outside in like four days. <laughs> I know. I know I haven't. I, I went for a walk last night after dinner. I was like, Bill, we need to go for a walk. Because I've just been like so trapped inside with COVID. Mm-hmm. It's been 99 degrees here. Why the fuck yeah, would I go outside? Horrible. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. It was like 72. It was perfect yesterday. Is Josie getting her needs met? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got Zach, a yard. Zach walks her. Oh, okay. and, and we have a backyard that she's in and out of. Um, okay, so <laughs> I liked this part. Dr. Leach identified five stages of progressing psychological decline leading to death. So step one, social withdrawal. This usually follows a psychological trauma, like we said, and can be considered a way of coping, according to Dr. Leach. Mm -hmm. This very passive state is marked by withdrawal from social interaction, check, emotionlessness, check, indifference, (laughs) check, and self-absorption, check. (laughs) Former POWs are often in this state right after being captured. Mm. Step two, apathy. 
A person in this state exhibits serious melancholy and lack of energy as if they no longer wish to preserve themselves. Mm-hmm. This goes along with not putting forth efforts towards much of anything, especially bathing. So how are they how can they say it's not linked to depression when they're just describing depression? Depression. Yeah. Because depression, <laughs> I mean depression has to do with like chemical imbalances in the brain and not necessarily trauma. Uh, yes. Okay. They are different. Okay. Um step 3 is something called abulia. What a beautiful word. This <laughs> abulia is when- Marie. Oh. Abulia Lynn. This is when a person not only severely lacks motivation, but also has almost no emotional response to the point of um, not even wanting to speak. The sufferer Mm -hmm. becomes extremely withdrawn into themselves and has no desire or ability to help themselves or others. So just people just like sitting, staring out the window for long stretches of time, not communicating. Dr. Leach described abulia um, as if having, quote, an empty mind or a consciousness devoid of content. Mm, The mind essentially goes on standby. Whoa. Step four, psychic akinesia. This state is reached when a person is conscious but is in such profound apathy that even extreme pain, like getting hit, will prompt no response. A person in psychic akinesia will not only not bathe, but often just lie in their own waste, according to the researchers. Wow. And then step five, finally, is psychogenic death. This final stage involves the person's complete giving up and subsequent disintegration. Dr. Leach said that somebody who reaches this stage, quote, might be lying in their own excreta and nothing, no warning, no beating, no pleading can make them want to live. Mm. So prisoners in concentration camps were known to reach this last stage when they would take out a a hidden cigarette to smoke. As Mm. cigarettes were extremely valuable and could be traded for things like food, a person smoking one was regarded as having truly given up and their death would usually follow within several days. Hmm. Wow. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's, of course, it's, it's fascinating sad, but it's and it's fascinating. so tragic. Yeah. And yet it make it does make sense. It does. Mm-hmm. Psychogenic you know? death. Wow. It's, it's so much more than grief. It is so much more than depression. It's not right. suicide. It's right. like your body putting itself into a coma. Yeah. Yeah. You just cannot deal. Oh, my God. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Another fear unlocked. Uh huh. Because I know that I would do that. Rather, (laughs) I know that I would not cope if in an extreme situation like that. But you also can't deal with being uncomfortable. So at some point, you would clean up your own shit and take a bath and brush your teeth. Some would push you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably too. I'd probably, yeah. I'd probably find other ways. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. So, last but not Ooh. least, I have obituary area. Mm-hmm. Abulia. Abulia area. Abulia am. What a beautiful word for such a horrible thing. Yeah. I, like yeah. my favorite word, effluvia. Also <sighs> really gross, but a and gross excreta. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this- I didn't need any of these words. <laughs> <laughs> Well, none of them are five letters, so you don't care about them. <laughs> true, true, true. It's true. 
Okay, so this obit was sent in by Allison, and this is from the Nova Scotia Buzz. It is with mixed sadness and astonishment, we thought she'd live forever, that we announce the death of our 99-year-old mother and grandmother, Rita Evelyn Marks Rankin. Nanny loved a n- nanny loved to read a good obituary. So here we go. Nice. <laughs> Love Nanny. Nanny's so good. Nanny passed away peacefully on the evening of July 1st, 2022, not surprisingly before the fireworks as they were always scheduled, quote, much too late for her. <laughs> the sun has to be down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nanny Rankin was born in Newfoundland a century ago and as a toddler remembered crossing the Cabot Strait. Cabot? Cabot? Cabot, maybe. Cabot Strait. Sea Strait aboard a ship. Since it was almost 100 years ago, we assumed the ship was probably sailed by Cabot himself. (laughs) (laughs) Nanny Rankin was the daughter of William and Loretta Marks from Newfoundland. Mm. Evelyn decided to marry Ernest Earl Rankin from uh-huh. Pictou County in 1943 after meeting him while he was stationed in Sydney Mines during the war to convince his protective uh, to convince his protective future mother-in-law that the nuptials were a good idea Earl presented Loretta not Evelyn with flowers and the rest <laughs> is history smart <laughs> so he brought the mom flowers not the date brilliant it brilliant is, yeah it worked They spent 50 delightful years together until he died in 1994. Poppy's death was a heartbreaking loss for Nanny. Poppy. Nanny and Poppy. (laughs) But she didn't. Maybe that's a Canadian thing because my grandpa's family came, well, from Scotland to Canada and then Canada down to the U.S. I've known a few different grandpas to go by Poppy. Yeah. It's like Papa, Poppy. Yep. Um, so Poppy's death was a heartbreaking loss for Nanny, but she did not hesitate to point out that it was very poorly timed, as if regrettably coincided with her seasonal house cleaning. Well, <laughs> well yeah, rude of him, right? Well, She's she really eventu- busy. She eventually <laughs> and thankfully forgave him for his inconvenient departure while the stepladder and her cleaning equipment were in the middle of the kitchen. Oh yeah, my people God. came over. They could. I see. was busy. He needed to put stuff away for her. He had to yeah. get it out and put it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After 28 years apart, we know he was happy to see her on Friday, and we suspect he greeted her with, "It's about time, Eve." Oh. Nanny was fortunate to have 14 siblings: Mary, Douglas, Whoa. Sam, Russell, Bill, Chelsea, Whoa. Eliza, Alex, Bertha, George, Walter, Lionel, and Gertrude. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's really something. Only and it looks like they all married. Oh, yeah. There's twice as many names. I just didn't read them. Well, yeah. It's names of all their spouses. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only one sibling remains today. Her beloved sister and partner in cottage fun, Mrs. Edith Dix, our wonderful Aunt Edie. Nanny Rankin. Edie was- Dix. Edie Dick. Edie Dix. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> but my God. Edie Dix. You're right. Cottage fun. Edie Dix. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny Rankin was delighted to watch her numerous nieces and nephews grow and flourish with families of their own. Nanny spent a great deal of time with her niece, Christina, as they shared a love of, out- of, a love of the outdoors and cottage life. Imagine hmm. how many nieces and nephews you'd keep track of when I, you have 14 siblings. No. Oh, God. No. No. I think when they say cottage, <laughs> it's like oh, us saying cabin. 
Nanny Rankin had two children, Sandra Boutelier and Brenda DeVoe. Her sons-in-law lovingly called her Colonel because as she, as she would so often remind them, there was always lots to do at the cottage. <laughs> I gotta put them to work. <laughs> yep. yep. Nanny had six grandchildren, Angela, Earl, Connie, Alan, Addie, and Benjamin. She made us all feel loved and cherished. The only thing in this world she loved more than her grandchildren were her great-grandchildren, Kenny, Brooklyn, <laughs> Arlo, Lily, Rory, Sam, Georgia, and Brayden. I Nanny, love how the names change over the generations. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's so telling. <laughs> it's really cute. Nanny theorized that this generation was both smarter and cuter than their predecessors. <laughs> her quirky genetic theories remain untested but appear true as the great-grandchildren the great-grandkids are all very cute. Hmm. Newfoundland-born and Cape Breton-raised meant that Nanny could literally do anything. If you needed an amazing meal or pie, she could do it. If you needed a floor refinished, she could do it. If you hmm. needed to make Poppy wild with frequent wallpapering plans, she could definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> if you needed to bring a semi-frozen hamster back from the brink before the grandchildren found out, give her a cookie sheet, a tea towel, a preheated oven, and with the skill of a questionable veterinarian, she could do that too. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the trauma that we inflict upon hamsters. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, we should not be allowed to own hamsters. We are not responsible enough as a species. Oh hamsters are fucking terrors though. They eat each other. Aww. So we do our best. This anyway. hamster almost froze to death and then was revived by being put in an oven. Yeah, it survived. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only so that it could survive to be played with like a toy by children. Yeah. You're making yeah. a lot of assumptions here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm reading. I just like oh, that. No. That little anecdote tells such a story. Oh, it's, it's vivid. A Very well written. <laughs> this is how you do an obit. This mm -hmm. is it, right? You can here. give a shit about her gardening club. This is what you tell <laughs> in an obit. <laughs> Nanny lived her life in Florence but spent summers in Middle River. She loved to fish and did so into her 90s. Nothing was better than finding the perfect coveted fishing hole along the river. Fish <laughs> fishing licenses were considered optional as she planned to tell the fishing wardens that she didn't really catch much at her age. We will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny this claim. It I mean, sounds like yeah. she fished a bunch and caught a bunch, but if she was caught, she'd be like, oh, I'm old. I don't catch anything. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm 99. What are you going to do? <laughs> don't look in my cooler. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do to me? I'm 99. Yeah. Her innate <sighs> generosity, devotion, and kindness toward family and friends will be a lasting memory. We will also always remember her determination to make... I forgot about this part. Oh, Her determined God. to make night lunch a universal <laughs> meal category. <laughs> okay, I'm here for that. Night lunch. <laughs> Which know. is basically just food in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah I love it. Night Great. lunch. I love night lunch. A sincere thank you to the team at Tag Solas, who affectionately took care of our precious family matriarch over the last few years. Thank you to Dr. D. Cole Smith, Dr. J. Sala, and Northside Homemakers for their care and dedication. 
you're invited to join the family, blah, blah, blah. It already happened. Sorry. In lieu of donations, please generously give a child some ice cream money in her memory. That was one of her favorite things to do. We love you, Nanny Rankin. That's an all-timer. Oh, that's such a great, sweet obit. Great obit. Yeah, that's really <laughs> fucking good. Mm-hmm. A great one. Night lunch. Night lunch. I want night lunch. Mm -hmm. And her being peeved that her husband of like 70 years died when she was doing her annual house cleaning. Yeah. (laughs) I can see your mom being pissed. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just getting started on the floors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the middle of cleaning up cat vomit. Can you wait? (laughs) I'm fucking busy and I'm tired. <laughs> I haven't even had my night lunch. <laughs> my night lunch. Uh, that was okay, a great one. Okay, so we ran the gamut here with this month's gag, and yep. I fucking loved every minute of it. Yeah, I love it. when I was gagging over Gunnar Marie. Yeah. Worth it. Gunnar Marie is a national hero. <laughs> and I will never recover from the... <laughs> Plastic processor. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot to process. On that <laughs> note. Okay. Uh, on that note, we'll join us next month. <laughs> Clock him. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Cheers!